0: Hello, I'm Emily Hawthorne, a Middle East analyst at Stratfor, a RAIN company. This podcast is brought to you by Stratfor Worldview, RAIN's premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analyses.
1: Welcome to the Essential Geopolitics podcast from Stratfor, a RAIN company. I'm Emily Donahue. Much has been written and spoken about how U.S. policies will change under President-elect Joe Biden. One major focus going into 2021 will be how the U.S.-China relationship will change, if at all. Roger Baker is Stratfor's Senior Vice President of Strategic Analysis. He joins me now. Welcome, Roger. Thank you. We hear a lot about how the incoming Biden administration may alter U.S. policy toward China, but how may China alter its policies in 2021?
0: Well I think this is an important thing. Sometimes we forget that there's multiple sides to uh these types of relationships and we end up getting uh putting all our attention on on the United States, on Washington. The the, the Chinese are looking uh at the incoming administration with a little bit of caution. They want to get a little bit of time to feel out the administration, figure out just how far they may swing in either direction from what we've seen uh, in the last four years of the U.S.-China relationship. And so we would anticipate that in this coming year, China is actually probably going to make some offers to be a little bit more cooperative, to be a little bit less contentious in its relationship. And and one of the concerns that, that the Chinese have of the incoming administration is the potential for this administration to more formally link uh, economics, uh, human rights, and strategic issues, which in many ways would complicate China's ability to manage that relationship with the United States and to manage the internal challenges that they feel that they need to deal with.
1: What are some of the factors shaping China's foreign policy direction?
0: Well, I think there's two events coming up that are going to have a big impact on how China wants to be perceived by the world. In July of 2021 is the 100th anniversary of the Communist Party of China. That's a really important date for the Chinese. It's a very important date for Xi Jinping, who has used the CCP to, to reestablish China as this, this leading global power and, and to rebuild its sense of pride. And so the, the Chinese are not going to want to come into that anniversary at a time where the entire world is looking at China in a negative light. So we think that that's going to shape it. And the other coming soon after that is at the beginning of 2022, China is supposed to host the Winter Olympics. And, and a huge fear that China has is that these Winter Olympics turn into something like the old um, boycotted Olympics between the U.S. and the Soviet Union. And they really don't want that, that hit on their, their soft power perception. And so we think that those two elements are going to shape a lot of how China adjusts and adapts the way it interacts in the region. And finally, the Chinese, we have to remember that while China is fastest out of COVID, they're certainly not unaffected. Uh, economically, socially, internally. And those elements, those internal elements, the economics, the the differentiation between the interior and the coast, some of the challenges along the Belt and Road and the need to redesign some of that uh, is going to have a big impact on how China decides where they're going to put their attention and how cooperative they're going to be.
1: When you speak of China, it's almost impossible not to speak about the South China Sea. And so that, as well as issues about Taiwan, have seen waves of tensions over the last few years. What are the prospects for change in 2021?
0: Well, again, if we look at this broader concept of China, at least for the year, due to the change in U.S. administration, due to their own um, internal uh, issues and due to these key dates, wanting to ease some of the tensions and the perception of China as bully, then we can anticipate they're going to ease a little bit of those relations with uh, the South China Sea uh, nations, with the Southeast Asian nations. China just signed the RCEP, the the Comprehensive Trade Agreement, uh, within the region. And we may even see, for example, that the Chinese are going to uh, probably pass a code of conduct with the Southeast Asian states next year. Taiwan will be a little bit more complicated. The Chinese have uh, stepped up military operations in and around Taiwan, and they're going to continue to put some heavy political pressure on. But they may also be pausing a little bit of that, again, to see if there's some changes in the way in which the Biden administration acts regarding Taiwan.
1: Roger Baker is Stratfor's Senior Vice President of Strategic Analysis. Thank you, Roger. Thank you. If you'd like to read more about the Stratfor 2020 annual forecast, sign up for our free newsletter at worldview.stratfor.com. That's worldview.stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.